Welcome back. Episode three. How you feeling? I'm feeling good. It's been a long time since we've been back here on the mics. Yeah, and we have taken a two-week life break. I don't even want to call it a break, but we have been insanely busy the last couple weeks. Very busy, very busy. Lots of stuff kind of popped up through us for a whirlwind. Um, Dad had a loss that threw some of our plans off. Um, Condolences for Matthew Jr. You know, we, we definitely... Wanted to make sure the dad got out there to, you know. And Mashana. Be there. And Mashana. Sorry about that. And all the family. Yes. Um, we definitely want to make sure that we got Pops out there so he can, you know, give his condolences to the family and everything like that. So condolences again. Um, to the Armstrong family. To the Armstrong family. Uh, we're so sorry that this happened. But, you know, when things happen like this, you know, the best thing that you can have is family. And I think that that's where we're going to start today because our topic today is loss. Loss. It has, I mean, I think everyone has experienced some type of loss, some type of friction yes. in 2020, in 2021. And um, it has been a tough year for everybody. Yes. Um, it hit you hard. It was a tough year for you. It was a tough, tough year for your family. Um, but before we jump into loss, let's jump into what we're drinking on tonight. Yes. And um, surprisingly, today, Darcel made the drinks. I did. And so far, you think I'm trying to get you drunk. Yeah, I you put not. a whole a whole bunch of alcohol in here, babe. First off, I don't know what I'm doing. When you said make a drink, I was just like, splish, splash, a little this, a little that. You gave me names. I just pulled bottles out of your bar. Yeah. So um, <laughs> what what's in my cup today, babe? You are drinking gin mm-hmm. and ginger beer mm-hmm. with a splash of lemon juice. Mm-hmm. Call it a ginger mule. Ginger mule. I'm yeah. drinking on some um, wine. Do not know the name of it. Just kind of grabbed it out of your bar. Is that the Chateau Elan wine? That is. This is a Chateau Elan wine. It is absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Um, I'm enjoying it. Um, this has been, I mean, these last couple of weeks, dealing with the loss... We have been so out of sync. We have not been the nicest to each other. Yeah. I'm going to say my part. I have been much, much of a brat as I can possibly be. That's that's putting it very, very lightly. (laughs) Very, very lightly. Your your girl has been very, very mean to your boy. But I'm going to say on behalf of every woman out there, you gave me quite a few triggers. So my behavior in a lot of sense was justified. Yeah. Um, but it still doesn't mean that I have to be ugly and treat you ugly and cause all kind of just like confusion in the household. And, and I know a lot of that was also my part. Yeah. Um, so, you know, things that we work on as a couple, things that we work on as individuals, it continues to remind us of where we're going and where we're trying to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of what we've been doing. Um, and we wanted to talk about loss just because it has been part of just our last two weeks. It reminded us of what our life has kind of looked like over the course of the last year and a half. Yeah. You actually lost quite a few family members back, Definitely. back to back to back. And what's crazy is, is that um, with it being a situation with COVID, none of the family members that I lost were due to COVID. Mm-hmm. 
So in a time where people are experiencing so much loss due to, you know, this COVID scare, I've been dealing with, oh, I'm sorry, we have been dealing with Mostly loss. Mostly you, you can say you. Yeah, yeah, we have been dealing with loss that had nothing to do with COVID. It just so happens that these losses happened during COVID. So I lost my grandfather. Yes. I lost my great, great great grandmother mm-hmm. shout out mama glass in heaven yes um and shout out to uh, my grandfather alvin and i lost my uncle phil yeah all of these were um we we don't hear often from the spouses or the partner's point of view when it comes to loss when it comes yeah. from somebody else you were you were almost unreachable also with your depression you just were you were in a deep deep grief yeah it, it it was it was to say that it was hard would be a huge understatement yeah i mean because not only did i have to deal with the losses i had to you know as they say you know get my shit together and make sure the family was okay because in the midst of this i was also still working i was also still trying to you know provide for the family not only regular work but trying to do you know side work side hustles things of that nature and what i usually do is when i'm dealing with something that's very very heavy i go inward you do and in this case what i had to mask my hurt was just drowning myself in work yeah so i would you know instead of you know being ready to take care of the family you know at a reasonable hour i'm working you know editing at the at the computer until 10 11 o'clock at night trying to just keep my mind off of you know what was going on yeah and and as a wife um you know, I have to let you grieve in the best way you can. Uh, I will let you kind of go days and days in, in your in your editing space. And then I would come and kind of, you know, bark at you a little bit and be like, okay, bro, you've been consistently focused in, in your mind. I need to kind of help pull you out of it. And when I finally would kind of pull you out of it, we would get another call. Yeah. So um, not only was I working full time and... Dealing with the kids, dealing with dad, um, traveling also meant that we had to figure out everything, how dad was going to be with being here alone, traveling unexpectedly to three different areas all over, um, hotel, school, uh, reaching out to all of the schools to let them know why the kids were going to be out, Mm -hmm. you know, knowing that we would have to pick up all of the school work and i and i commend you on that because i was not at a place where i could mentally handle doing all of these things and so i thank you for being there to you know walk or not not even walk but see the family through that time because i was i was totally at a loss i was totally totally masking all of my hurt because I felt that I had to be strong for the family. You know, these are people that who are, who were and when you and say, still instrumental in my life. And when you say strong for the family, do you mean like 
the family that were connected to your loss or did you meet us? I meant the household. Household first and foremost because um, we have some very, very emotional children. You're horrible so, at masking it. You did. Well, I didn't realize well, you were trying to mask it. I, I was it. trying. I wasn't. <laughs> I may have. I may not have been doing a good job. But no. But that's okay. But, my, but our children can. They they literally see and notice when something is wrong with us. They do. So, I was trying to mask all of the hurt feelings that I was having during these times, and. You know, at a certain point, I just had to, you know, walk outside, you know, do what we do outside and just, you know, have tears. Yeah, you, you and then did. I'll, then I'll come back inside, try to, you know, be okay. And then I'll get, then I'll get another text saying, hey, you know, this happened. And I'm like, oh, damn. And if I allowed myself to, and this, this is just my feelings. I know, I know, I know it could seem wrong, but... In my mind, if I allowed, you know, David, Alex, and Shannon to see how much hurt I was going through, it it would make me feel less of a man. Because as a man, I should be able to, you know, be the person that is strong through all these things. And I felt that I was able to mask all that until we got to the first funeral. Right. My and, grandfather's funeral. Right. And I think you really thought you were masking it, but these were conversations that you don't know that I was having. Yeah. They noticed they noticed all of the pain that you were going through. They saw it on your face. They saw you working long hours. So I actually had to explain what was happening. I yeah. had to explain what dad was going through. I think honestly, I think it would have helped them more to see you actually go through those emotions because yeah. I had to just speak it and talk to them and they just knew to just kind of, you know, give you your space a little bit, give you hugs when you needed to be hugged. Um, but that first funeral really, that took you out. That was tough because uh, my grandfather, you know, Alvin, you called him pop Pop. you know, he, he's, he's definitely, he was definitely the patriarch, you know, of, you know, my, my, my mom's side of the family. So, you know, I went there, you know, we, we traveled up to Cleveland, Ohio. Um, Ooh, long drive. It was a very, very long drive, but we made it. <laughs> Hung out with my mom, you know. Your they, brothers. They asked if I can, you know, you know, go to, you know, see the body that night. I wasn't mentally able to do that, so we didn't. And it was the first time I, I saw my grandfather in a couple years. Mm-hmm. And... When I saw him in that casket, it was just, it was, it was just a lot, a lot of hurt that, you know, came out at one time. Yeah, I think. So I think that's the first time that, um, you know, Alex was there, but that's the first time David and Channon really saw me break down and I was, I was wailing. Yeah. I was wailing. I was, I your, was your dad crying had to help. loud. Your dad, dad had to help had, you. Yeah. And and you were beating and, yourself and, up. And shout out to my shout out to my dad for, for making you know what knows a, a, a cool thing. What's a cool thing? Um my um my my stepfather was there as well. Mm-hmm. And my dad was there. So I was able to get guidance from two men who were there for me in my life. And you know, we always talk about, you know, black men being strong and 
having to put on this facade of, you know, strength and things of that nature. But like at certain times, you just got to, you know, allow the strong men in your life to be there for you. And both of them were there for me in that day because they both realized the man that my grandfather was Mm -hmm. and how I needed them to get through that day. Yeah, and you were beating yourself up a lot um, because you could have possibly um, come to see your grandfather. You could have made the time. You are not a person that connects with people a lot yeah so you don't you know eh, if people have something you'd be like eh, we'll catch them on the next time um and i think that was really bothering you a lot i hadn't had an opportunity to meet your grandfather and we've been married now six years yeah and um it was just a lot of emotion it was a lot of emotion because you hadn't been to cleveland in a while yeah a lot of emotion you hadn't um had opportunity to see your mom since our wedding yeah um and you know even though it was tough i think it was good for you you got a chance to see your mom love on your mom love on your sisters love on your brother see family that you hadn't had an opportunity to see and i don't know you know when you need a really good cry yeah that was definitely that cry you did you you cried um and I took a step back. I allowed those men that were there, um, uh, my father-in-laws, I guess I could call them both, yeah. um, to just kind of wrap their arms around you and love on you the way you need it, your family. And uh, it was it was tough to see you like that. Like, yeah. to see you so broken up, it, like, broke me inside. Um, and as you were trying to be strong, for your family, I was trying to be strong for you and the kids. And I appreciate that. And you, I don't want, I don't want you to say try because you were. I mean, I did the best that I could because I, I there was no way that I could understand what you were going through. Mm-hmm. So um, I just wanted to make sure that you knew I was there, but also give you the space you needed, you know, to get through this with your family. And again, as soon as we kind of got through that. We got another call. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, my uh, my mama Glass passed. Yeah. That is my great 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 grandmother. Yeah. So, she was awesome. She was she was an amazing lady. And you know, like, if you want to speak about you know a matriarch of the family, uh, Mama Glass was that. She, like, I remember, um, coming you know, for visits to New Jersey or even before that, when I was so, so young, going to her house and watching, you know, judge shows, you know, while she was watching me and stuff like that. And her having so much wisdom. And that's the thing about Mama Glass. If um, everybody in the the family who, who who's hearing this right now, understand that Mama Glass was such a woman of wisdom. She will give you, you know, golden nuggets all day. Yeah, I used to um pick up the phone and call her yeah. a lot yeah, randomly. You did. You did give she Mama and I, call. Yeah, she and I would talk quite often. Um 
it was bittersweet because I talked to her and I knew that she was um, ready. She had reached the space. The last time we saw her, she had told us that she had reached as much life as she needed to live. Yeah. Um. So knowing that it was painful for you, but I knew that she had gotten and before. Before that, when we, what did we go up? What did we go up north for? Um. I forget what we went up there for, but we went to visit. Your dad's birthday. Yeah, my dad's birthday. We went up to visit uh, Mama Glass for my dad's birthday. And it was it was it was very, very hurtful because this is the first time that I ever visited with Mama Glass where she didn't recognize who I was. Ah, uh, okay. And you know, we took pictures and everything, and after a few conversations, she, oh, you're, 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 you're David's son, you know, mm-hmm. you're, you're, and you're Dave and uh, you're Mush's wife. Oh, if you don't know, Mush is what they, my family calls me, but like, you're, you're Mush's wife and who are these kids? Oh, these are your kids. Okay. Okay. But like, she she's always been such a strong woman, strong will, strong with the mind, you know, quick, sharp. very, very sharp, you know, cut you off at in, in a minute. And to, to see her in that state, it was just very very hurtful because in the back of your mind you knew that she didn't have that much time left yeah and then we went home and you know i think it was a couple of days after we got home from my dad's birthday no it wasn't it was a while because your um grandfather passed first yeah yeah so, so, so it was it was like a month or so but um she did pass yeah and um it was hard for you to it, that was tough for you and then um we knew that your uncle phil was um possibly um not gonna pull through maybe not pulling through we're sending so many prayers but shortly after mama glass passed um uncle phil and uncle phil was you know very close to all of us we he he met uh, me and channing um several times when he would come through the city and uh it just man it was hard for me to see for his children and for you um for his mother um to see uncle Uncle phil was a person who believed in my potential Mm -hmm. when i felt that nobody else was um what uncle phil did was um on my one of my first um uh uh film shoots when I was when I when I moved down here to work in film um there was a picture that was taken when I was you know working the camera and with that picture he took it and then one of my aunt Dolly's uh he took the picture out and had me sign it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I'll, I'll sign it, you know, you know, cool. But um, a couple months before he passed, uh, we were FaceTime and he was showing me his new deck because, you know, he built it, his new pool. And he showed me the picture. And he's like, look, I got this picture up here, you know, with all of my other pictures. And um, if you guys don't know, my Uncle Phil is, was a... Um, uh, a tour bus driver. So he would drive around, you know, celebrities on tour buses on their tours, whether it be music, reality, things of that nature. And he will always get like, you know, a picture with him and have them sign it to go on his celebrity wall. 
and he put me on his wall with his celebrities and I, I just felt like such an amount of like like okay I can I I I, I can't not succeed yeah my uncle Phil believes in me I'm going to succeed and uh when we went to that funeral that was very very how can I put this it, that was the most direct death that challenged me the most because he was the youngest mm-hmm. and there is absolutely no um, reason in my mind that he shouldn't be here with us now. Right. You know, with my grandfather and, you know, my grandmother, you know, they were, you know, they were up in age, you know, they had health complications and things of that nature that would warrant them, you know. I don't to, know about warrant, but not, you, not, I mean, not necessarily warrant, but, you know, that would make sense if they passed. They were just of an older age. But he was, he was still so young, has so much life, you know, he was always somebody that if you if you were in a room with uncle phil you were laughing you were carrying on you know get a couple drinks we you know we we are living life to see to see that happen that really changed my outlook on how i should view my health yeah i think you um i think that's when you decided to go ahead and get your physical yeah that and after that, that was the first time I had a physical in years because yep. I needed to make sure that I was, you know, in a healthy place to take care of my family for the long run. And, you know, all, all I have to say is that I miss you, Pop Pop. I miss you, Mama Glass. I miss you, Uncle Phil. I will promise that, you know, I will continue the legacy of making sure that I make you guys proud. I know you guys are looking down on me and I love you guys. Yeah. That's sweet. And um, I know that you mean that because it was, it was, it was hard. It was life changing for you and you made a lot of different changes just personally, um, you know, because you want, want it to be more visible. Not only did you, uh, go ahead and get, you know, a health check. But you made a point to say, I'm going to be visible with my friends. Yep. I'm going to be visible with my family. Yep. I'm going to make sure I pick up the phone and call people. I'm going to make sure I pick up the phone and see people. I think, unfortunately, their death showed you that life is, you know, can go quick. Yes, and, life, and- life is very precious. And, you know, you can always say, Oh, I'll, I'll I'll get it with you tomorrow. I'll get right. it with you next week. I, uh, you know, you know, tomorrow's never promised, and we always have to be cognizant of the fact that anything can happen. You know, we as humans are very very delicate. Yeah, and speaking of anything that can happen, that brings us to um, a more direct loss for us. Um, a direct loss for us and then anything can happen. It was, um, unfortunately we found out that we were expecting. Fortunately, we found out we were expecting. Fortunately. Yes. We were super excited. We were expecting this was going to be baby number four. We were, um, this was going to be a baby that was 
anticipate it. Yes. So we were like uh, the first, first, first baby. Yeah, we we're we gonna be flexing. Wayne was like, "Yeah, I'm about to get the most expensive uh, stroller." Like we was we was ready, um, and we went in for our very first ultrasound, and um, the baby didn't have a heartbeat. Yeah. And the next day we had to have a DNC, which is a medical abortion. Um, it was hard. It hit me. Um, yeah, it hit me hard. Um, it was a loss that I had not expected. Mm-hmm. I've had three babies uh, in the back of my mind. I would never not have a healthy pregnancy. Yeah. Um, and we had um, one of your friends baby showers only a week after. So it was pulling myself together, celebrating mm-hmm. this couple, celebrating your friend, um, but still dealing with that grief. Yeah. And it hit me and you both differently. Yeah. Um, I'm so glad that I'm in a better place now because for a while there, it was it was difficult. And not only um, I lost the baby, and then two weeks later, uh, while we were actually on the trip, for the for the baby shower, I got the call and I lost my job. Yeah. So uh lost the baby and then we're in Maryland just getting off the plane and uh lost a job due to COVID. They had layoffs. So um lost my job mm-hmm. and it was devastating. Yeah. It was devastating. It was a time with it still is a time within in me that I'm I'm definitely trying to figure out like, you know, God, what, what's going on, bro? Holla at me real quick. Let me tell me, you know, which direction you're going to kind of have us in. And um, of course, we don't know which direction he wants us dealing with loss in your job and family. Um, it's always hard. Very and hard. Uh, we've experienced it in, in magnitudes this this month so i mean i think what we're trying to say is no matter where loss hits you that you have to find a way to move through it i'm thankful that you were here to get me through the hospital and get me through that's 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 what i'm here for (laughs) you know wayne was fantastic i mean you've still been fantastic yeah i'm i'm trying i'm trying because i know i'm not i know i'm not perfect (laughs) (laughs) i'm not i'm I'm far far from perfect but in a situation like this you know who else would you have to lean on than me yeah so i realized that i had to you know Tighten up the bootstraps and be the man that I promised to be on our wedding day. And, you know, seeing seeing you, you know, in the hospital bed, having the doctors tell me that I had to leave for them to, you know, put you under, you know, anesthesia and stuff like that to take care of what they needed to take care of. I was. Whew. I was I was very it, it was it was it was hard it was hard because all I had in in those moments were me and my thoughts. Yeah, and we hadn't told um, anybody. Nobody, nobody knew. Nobody, nobody knew nobody. we were pregnant because we were going. The plan was to you know surprise everybody with a you know baby reveal. Ah, we're pregnant. 
Yeah, and the, the, the before we can do that, you know, we experience this loss. So Mother's Day will never be the same because we lost the baby a day before Mother's Day. Yeah. Um, I'll always, I mean, no matter how far along we were, um, we were just midway through our first trimester. Um, you you will always remember that baby. You'll always, you know, we will always remember how excited we are. We do hope to um, have a healthy baby at some point. We're going to kind of let God direct us on that and just kind of do what he does. But I have to recognize that not everyone gets a husband who will support you emotionally through that. And I had to talk about it and talk about it and feel it and cry about it. And you just kind of let me go through that. And even when we were in Maryland celebrating your friend's baby shower, you would tap me on my shoulder and you're like, are you good? You know, you made sure that you recognize that being at someone else's baby shower while only having a loss a week ago was hard. But it was important for us to be there for our friends yeah. or your friends, which are yeah, my it, friends it, it, now. It very, 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 very important because um, I think that was the first time I realized that to be able to bring a life into this world is such, such, such uh, an amazing thing to do. Yeah. And if you're able to do that, Let's celebrate you. Yeah. And I was uh, totally ecstatic to celebrate one of my best friend friends who has, you know, the ability to bring a life into this world with his wife. And Why do you say wife like that? No, with his, no because, because, <laughs> you know, this is a friend that has, you know, been there for me, you know, through my college years. Okay. And, you know, we... And um, with me and, you know, with me and him, it's not always a talk every day type of friendship. Yeah. But I know for sure, for sure, if there's anybody that I can count on when I need them, mm-hmm. he, he he would be there. Yeah. He would be there. And I think that's why it was. And it he was... was there for me at my wedding. Yeah. He was there. He was a groomsman at my, my wedding. Yeah. I was a groomsman for him at his wedding. You know, I was there for him. He was there for me. And anything that he would need, you know, I got him. Anything mm-hmm. that I may need, I'm sure that he has me. So it was imperative that, you know, I be there. And not only me, you be there because you are an extension of me now. Yeah. And, and, and that's understandable. And I, and I love how you were so... Um, you were so focused, but I, it was, I think you were, you had very good intentions and, and you did well, um, mostly, but you were so focused to make sure that you were being that good friend. I couldn't participate as much as I would have liked to. Yeah. And, and, um, not, I, I did the best I could. I tried yeah, to I be, pre- I, I tried I to be that. present and let me smile. And, um, it was hard. Um, but we made it through. I, I got to meet a lot of your friends yeah. and um, connect with them. It was a decision that I know if I had decided to stay at home, it, it, you would have been fine with. But I wanted to be there to support you. But and support them. 
And support them. Yeah, most. Well, no, I wanted to be there to support you. I hadn't really um, gotten an opportunity to really know them. So my my reason for going was for you. Yeah. And um, I'm glad that I went because supporting them was amazing. I, like I said, I got to meet them and, you know, socialize with them and just kind of connect with them. And I'm so glad that I went. But um, it was hard and we're in a, you know, where grief hits me differently. Some days I'm just, it hits me hard. And then sometimes I don't even think about it. Yeah. So um, I think that's it though. Like we're, we've really hit a pretty tough topic. Yeah. Today's topic was very, very tough. And I'm sure that. I'm I'm glad we're drinking. Oh, definitely. I'm, (laughs) I'm sure that I'm going to be thinking about. Everything that we talked today for at least the next couple of hours. Maybe I take some melatonin to, you know, try to ease me into sleep. I'm going to give you a gummy. Let Let me try and drug me. Just not drug you. I want you to calm your mind as much as possible. (laughs) But, I mean, life is life. You can't just walk away from these type of things. And if if there's one thing that um, you guys take away from this conversation that we had tonight is, uh, you know, talk to your people. Talk to your people. You know, the people that you love, love on them because you never know when that day comes where they're called to glory and you may not be able to say those things in person that you want to say. So, you know, grievances, they can always be forgiven. You know, you can always just look over things that may irritate you or make you mad or things of that nature so love on your family just be there as best as you can yeah just be there everybody has to deal with it differently um so just be there as best as you can reach out as best as you can just because you want to reach out doesn't mean that it's going to happen so um let's not give any false narratives you you may you may want to be there you may want to reach out you may want to you know uh mend that bridge but it had it those bridges take two people yeah and that doesn't mean that it's always going to be possible but i i I just kind of copy everything you said. Love on the people that you have. Love on the people that are in your life. Um, And just, you know, be thankful for where you are and what God has given you. Mm -hmm. And I think that's it. Yeah. I think that's it. That's it. Like, this is the deepest conversation. Um, We have gotten over being mad at each other. Y'all, Wayne was real mad. I was, I was, I was, I was, Wayne I was, was big mad. I was Man, y'all, we're going to get into that on episode four. Why Wayne was big mad and why I was big mad. I felt like I, I was big mad, but. You always big mad, though. <laughs> you always big mad. You're like super mad. I'm not. I'm not. But um, I appreciate you. I love you. And, I love you and uh, we are glad that you guys got a chance to pop in and listen to us a little bit. We will see you guys. Uh, next week we're gonna do an episode back to back since yep. we are behind a little bit so we will see you guys next friday and good night y'all good night <laughs>